Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Excellent. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. That was nice and loud. Thank you. Yeah, we had a little mishap the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fixed now. It's fine. And there was no argument. We're okay. (laughs) No, of course we didn't argue about it. It's all good. It was totally fine. Yes. Um, So we have a bit of news today. We do. Yeah. Uh, oh, we wanted this to give a couple of shout outs, though. Um, first to uh, Poppy, because we're supposed to have game night and, you know, we got really busy with our uh, podcast. So we I don't know what's more important, game night with Poppy or uh, the podcast, which Poppy enjoys while he goes on his walk. Well, if we uh, if we miss game night, we disappoint two people. And if we miss uh, podcasting, we disappoint about 14 people. <laughs> Probably. Yes. And our second shout out is to one of our listeners, Jamie. Um, she's got some stuff going on uh, in her hometown that's a little bit rough, so we just want to um, give a special shout out to her and hope things are going a little bit better there. Yes. All right. And or, or could, could yeah. we recognize the other thirteen listeners uh, in person as well? well ne- next, next okay. time we'll pick we'll pick two two per show, and we'll be through through it in a week. In a week, very yeah, well. It'll be fine. All right. Um, so first up, uh, a new video has been released on the Disney Parks blog, and this is a 360 degree video of areas of Galaxy's Edge. And they put this out because it on Saturday it was the one year anniversary of Galaxy's Edge opening in Disney World. That's right. Uh, the Ma- Disney, uh, what do they call it? Disney Magic Moments on the Disney Parks blog released 360 degree views of Oga's Cantina and Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Um, so you can visually explore those uh, areas if you can't get out to Hollywood Studios to see them. And it's hard to get out to Hollywood Studios to it see is. them. Yeah, with all the restrictions and, and people's fear of flying. And even, we had just said, I listened back to um, our last show, and we were just talking about how it seems like you can pretty much get any days for any parks that you want to um, until you actually try to do it. Until you try to do it, uh, which we were we, we gave, gave it a go to try to reserve um, something for Labor Day weekend in and out in under 24 hours. Yep. Uh, didn't go great because, well, Galaxy's Edge, oh, I'm sorry, Hollywood Studios, which all we really want to go to is Galaxy's Edge. But anyway, that was booked for all of Labor Day weekend. Uh, we said, that's okay. We're going to do Magic Kingdom. Also booked. Yes. So these things are booking up on, you know, more popular weekends. I think if you go during the week, you're probably fine. And and by the time we actually talked about the Magic Kingdom being booked, uh, in about five minutes' time, the Animal Kingdom was then booked as well. So all three parks, it was. Over, Animal Kingdom was booked over that On that set. On that Saturday. We we never wanted to go to Epcot. Epcot was the only, Epcot was the only park that was available on Saturday. Mm, That's okay. I don't want to go when it's busy. I want to go when there's nobody there. That's right. For those of you who haven't looked or haven't uh, been up on the news, there's a new park reservation system, so you have to reserve your actual park days. And they have it broken down into three groups. Uh, there's a Disney vacation, I'm sorry, there's a Disney annual pass holders group, um, a resort guest group, and then just general ticket holders. So availability is split up between those three groups. The uh, annual pass holders one seems to fill up quickest because a lot more of those people are local. Uh, and then the resort folks, and then uh, the local, uh, the, the the just regular ticket holders. So, interesting times. It sure is. But, yeah, um, as much as we were so sure that nothing would be booked, uh, you do have to make these reservations a little bit ahead of time if you want to go to one of the more popular parks. Right. All right. Um, and then there's more on the Disney Parks blog. Uh, one of the things that's there is how to make a Mickey tie-dyed T-shirt. Yes. Walt Disney World Ambassador Stephen uh, 
I guess he has a little bit of a following on Instagram, but he actually shows people how to do a handmade tie-dye shirt. Uh, there is a tie-dye line if you go to uh, shopdisney.com. They have the tie-dye line for spirit shirts and regular shirts, and they're kind of cool, but I think there's nothing cooler than being able to make your own tie-dyed shirt. And they actually go through the steps in the video of, you know, draw chalk outline, pinch the shirt here, do this, put your rubber bands on here, and then add the color. And uh, it's pretty cool. This is what I need when I make a tie-dye. Right. Because every time I make a tie-dye, it's just like a two colors blending together blob. Right. With most of the shirt still white. I can't seem to figure out tie-dyeing. So no. guess what I need? Step-by-step no. instructions. Mine doesn't even look like a Rorschach test. I don't know what that is. Um, the blots or the ink blot. Oh, tests. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, on to some sad news. Uh, I'm sure most people have heard, uh, Chadwick Boseman, he was the Black Panther, uh, died at age 43. Yeah. Very sad. Passed away on, uh, Saturday night, Friday night. Don't know. It's been like a blur. Um, Saturday, uh, Friday night of colon cancer. Uh, I guess he had had it for four years. Um, and, uh, the interesting thing about that is if he was diagnosed in 2016, that means he shot Black Panther, both Avengers movies, um, 21 Bridges, two movies for Netflix, all while suffering from both stage three and stage four cancer. So, uh, between suffering from the disease and whatever course of treatment he chose to, to be able to keep up, uh, you know, in the world of acting is, uh, is, is pretty amazing. Uh, and courageous. Um, so ABC this evening is Sunday. I know they're doing a special ABC News presentation about his life uh, and his career. Um, he had about a 12-year career in Hollywood and during that time uh, portrayed, uh, well, his first big role was Jackie Robinson in 42. Uh, but over the years, he also portrayed uh, Chief, uh, Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall as well as uh, James Brown. So uh, he's had a varied career and uh, very sad to see his, his life cut short. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it looks like they're playing um, the Black Panther on, um, on ABC and maybe without commercials, which is kind of nice. It is. It is. <clears throat> All right. Um, over to COVID news, because you know how we love to jump from one happy story to another. Um, California has some new COVID-19 guidelines. But see, this is kind of good news because Governor Newsom in California has announced new COVID guidelines for counties that want to reopen certain businesses. Uh, they have replaced their watch list with a new four-tier system. So the state has also updated which businesses can be open during which tiers. Um, Orange County is in the most restrictive tier, which is where Disney, the Disneyland Resort is. Um, but they have met requirements to move to the next tier, provided they maintain their current rates for two weeks. Um, the new tiers are in place, but they will not be updated again until September 8th. And then every Tuesday they get uh, updated. <laughs> I love that Tuesdays are just like the big day. That's the thing, yeah, same thing in Connecticut. I don't know why Monday. Well, I think it just takes some time to probably get the data together and make decisions. And then you put it out Tuesday. So you're not, you know, you're not pulling data over the weekend because you're pulling it from the week before. Okay. So Monday you come in, you pull all your data, you get it together by the end of the day. And then Tuesday you release your results. Okay. But um, I just think it's funny. Yeah, and right now, Orange County, California has 5.6 cases per 100,000 residents with a testing positivity rate of 5%. Okay. So if uh, Orange County moves to the substantial tier on September 8th, Disney Resort would, Disneyland Resort would have the option to add indoor dining to the downtown Disney restaurants, 
uh, but that would be at a limited capacity of 25%. Wow. Uh, there would be no changes on bowling alleys, so Splitsville would have to remain closed. It doesn't buy them much. No, they need they need the last tier. Or when do when do theme park theme parks open? Is that in the final tier? Well, or? they they asked him about theme parks, and he said that is a separate conversation. And he said they are actively looking to see where they land on that. Wow, I mean, I feel like the California governor really needs to take a look at. The Florida parks and the kind of enforcement of the um, mask mandate that they're having there and just how strictly they're enforcing it. You know, everybody I've talked to who actually has gone to the Disney World parks says if you're in the park, you have nothing to worry about. The social distancing in the queues, everyone keeping their masks on. Um, employees being very good about telling people if they don't have their masks on that they have to put them up, you know, that they'll be removed from the park, you know, very strict rules for that. And and I think that that should speak uh, to what they would be doing in California, that there really isn't a whole lot to worry about um, if you're reopening there. Right. Well, according to Governor Newsom, the concern is that the guidelines need to work for not only the larger theme parks, parks, but the smaller amusement parks as well. That's true. And I think, well, but I think it's a little ridiculous to have the same set of guidelines for, you know, different sized parks. Well, I mean, no, it's not if they, if, but they really shouldn't stop the small ones. They shouldn't have any problems. So the larger ones are, well, they've already shown, Disney has shown that they can put up these sort of barriers. They can do the social distancing they can make people wear masks. If that's what you have to do in order to open a park, well, these smaller ones either figure it out and do those same things, basically, that Disney has done to make it very safe, right. or they won't be opening, and so it won't be it won't be an issue. I don't know. Open the damn park. Right. Okay. Um, an internet outage had uh, led to a late boarding group release for Rise of the Resistance. When was this? Yesterday? Saturday? This was today. Sunday. Sunday at, uh, well, 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, things were not released. There was a cloud fire outage um, to to internet services in, in the area. Uh, so they were not able to, re- to release the first set of boarding groups until around noon. Ugh. Yeah, so that just, that throws things off completely. And that's why we're not going to Hollywood Studios if we ever go down for just a day. Right, because you can't count. I mean, that's what you want to go do. Tony has been, uh, when we went in January, he spent a portion of the day in Hollywood Studios and got to, you know, see Galaxy's Edge, Ride, uh, which one did, uh, Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. Smuggler's Run, run. Um, and see Galaxy's Edge and do everything else, all the other rides that they were doing. Got a boarding group. Yep. Couldn't make it, though. Right, because he, we had to leave by a certain time. Um and I think that's what's tricky if you're going down for a short period of time to or even when you're trying to make make your park reservations. Right. So you have to make a reservation for every park. So even if you're going and you can make a reservation for each park on that day that you're in Hollywood Studios, if things go wrong and you can't go on it, th- that is the one park that's been booking up. So you might right. not be able to get another day there. And do you want to use a day's ticket? on another day in Hollywood Studios when that first day you just rode everything else there was to ride except right. Rise of the Resistance. Are you going to use another entire day's ticket because you can't hop when you're done yep. just to go on Rise of the Resistance? Maybe. Because there's also a possibility that you get in there a second day and you can't ride it. Right. 
So yeah, I don't know. Rise of the Resistance can't be the only reason you're going to me Hollywood personally. Studios. I would, but at this point, it's just like I w- I want to ride the ride. I know. Would but would you pay to go two days? Like if we went and we had the whole day there, we rode all the rides in Hollywood Studios. We dedicated the day to that, and for whatever reason, we couldn't get on Rise of the Resistance. Would you pay for another day to go and just I don't know, be in the park and hope that you could do Rise of the Resistance? Yes, I'm a loser. I wouldn't let you, but that's besides the point. <laughs> it's shared money. That's too much money to spend on sitting around waiting to hopefully go on a ride. All right, which is why he hasn't been, because, because I'm difficult. That's right. All right, um, a ch- temperature check uh, has been set up on the walkway from the Grand Floridian. That's right. We're getting closer to having this Grand Floridian walkway to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and in preparation of that, there is now a small tent on the pathway. Um, it's kind of uh, next to the monorail loading station. Um, so uh, it, it's getting there. Is the Grand Floridian even open? I don't think it is. Yes, it's half open. Uh, the NBA had half of it, and then the uh, regular guests had half of it. Oh, okay. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting because the pathway does not lead you directly to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, where's it bring you? To the monorail station. Good Lord. You walk up to the monorail station and then come down the monorail entrance ramps with the masses from the monorail. Oh, okay. So it's it's where you get – okay. I thought you were saying it was like the Ticket and Transportation Center monorail no. area. No, All right. Well, that's not – that's okay. Well, because the people who are on the monorail will have already been screened also. Correct. Right? Yes. Because they're screened at the Ticket and Transportation Center. Right. Okay. And if you're leaving from a resort, you're screened at the resort. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, the solar panel mounts – have been installed at um, Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot. There's not much more to say about that. Um, also, um, they moving on to some, what is this, game news? Sure. Video game news. Uh, the Disney Parks exclusive version of the Jungle Cruise adventure game has arrived. No, this isn't uh, video games. This is a, a board game. Oh, it's a board game. It's a board game. I just assumed That's right. Video. Earlier this year, a Jungle Cruise adventure game was released uh, because it was coming out in conjunction with the Jungle Cruise movie uh, that released in June. No, it didn't really release in June because, of course, COVID. That's the answer for everything this year yep. uh, because COVID. Yep. Uh, so that will release next year. But, of course, there is some merchandise that is already planned to come out. So the Jungle Cruise adventure game was released. Um, Disney and Disney World and Disneyland have an exclusive Disney edition of the game um, that is uh, out, and there are exclusive cards and pieces uh, to this version of the game. Uh, the Disneyland version retails for forty four ninety five. All right. Um, but uh, it's a pretty cool looking board game. It's very it. It, it is the, the board game itself actually looks like the map for the Jungle Cruise. Uh, it comes in an old, old-fashioned kind of box, like a, a shipping container. Um, and the story is that um, you're a skipper working for Alberta Falls, who announced that the families aboard your boats are caretakers of your company, and your job is to deliver them safely to shore. So uh, I'm sure you're going to lose members of your boat and uh, hope that the one that is left is actually your boss. Yeah, I don't like to buy a lot of things, but we're kind of in our family on a little bit of a board game kick lately because uh, our oldest went to college and, you know, COVID. They right. can't actually be near each other too much uh, and they have to wear masks and all that. So uh, the typical uh, partying in dorm rooms and drinking a lot 
is not happening. Uh, so there's a lot of board games being played. So we're actually very pleased with all of that. Um, but yeah, so board games have sort of come to the forefront of our lives uh, as we keep bringing up new board games to her. And this one looks extra fun. We might yes. have to buy it. So this is for ages eight and up. It is two to four players. And the uh, average length of time to complete the game is 45 to 60 minutes. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, you have some news about the Haunted Mansion? Uh, that's right. Rumor is that Disney might be working on a new Haunted Mansion film. There already was a Haunted Mansion there film, There was right? a Haunted Mansion was film. It, it was bad, wasn't it? it? It wasn't necessarily good. Who was so in it? There was a Haunted Mansion film with Eddie Murphy. That's what I thought. Uh, and that was in 2003. Uh, that film had a budget of $90 million and grossed $182 million worldwide, which isn't a bad haul. You know, they got their money back. And, I mean, and, it's and no Pirates some, of the Caribbean. Right. Well, in comparison, the Caribbean... Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean was also launched in 2003, uh, and all five movies have grossed a total of $3.07 billion internationally. Yeah. So it's done just a little bit better a little, than a little. The Haunted Mansion. Um, yeah. Oh, so so we'll, they're trying again? They're trying again. Uh, rumor is that they're looking to make a new feature film. I don't think it's going to be just a remake of the Eddie Murphy version. Um, but, uh, you know, movies about rides are big right now. We've got The Jungle Cruise. Um, we've got, we've got movies being turned into rides and rides being turned into movies because we've (laughs) got the Tron ride coming. We've got, uh, we've seen pirates go from a ride to a movie, two components of the ride based on a movie. Uh, we've got guardians of the galaxy, cosmic rewind. So there's a lot of, uh, interaction and, uh, organic growth between, uh, you know, Disney's movie properties and their theme parks. Yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, hopefully they can do a, a more interesting job with it this time. Yes. Uh, Pixar is going to host a Pixar Fest to celebrate 25 years of Toy Story and Pixar. Yep, beginning August 31st. Uh, they are going to be celebrating, as Cheryl mentioned, the 25th anniversary of the release of Toy Story. Uh, and this is going to be a month-long event There are going to be digital activities, Disney Plus watch-alongs, of course, new merchandise, and more. Uh, The watch-along schedule is September 5th uh, onward, September 12th, Inside Out, September 19th, The Incredibles, September 26th, Toy Story, and October 3rd, Up. Uh, Along with that, they have some recipes, um, so you can get all sorts of recipe cards. There are some uh, digital exclusives and then of course you can buy plushes and pins and jackets and books um and whatnot and they're going to be releasing special merchandise and more activities throughout the month all right um also in movie news uh for disney plus looks like we have a mulan update yeah so we know that mulan is coming to disney plus premiere right uh on september 4th at a cost of 26.99 um, but we have learned that it is going to be made available to all Disney Plus subscribers uh, for free uh, beginning December 4th. Mm, got to wait um, quite a while. So, I mean, that's nothing, that's no different than any other right. Disney yeah, movie yeah, yeah. that gets yeah, released. Yeah, that makes sense. The difference is this one's not going to Blu-ray. You know, normally it gets released mm-hmm. in the movie theater. Then it goes to Blu-ray for a certain amount of time. Then it gets released to Disney I Plus. really wish it was going to the theater. I do. I, like I said, I would not be surprised if you see it there for a weekend. Uh, you think? Or a week. Maybe? If only for the fact that it will allow them to be eligible for Academy Awards. And that's assuming that this movie is Academy Award quality. I mean, I don't understand why not throw it out there. Why not dual release it? I mean, the movie theaters, they're scrambling for movies. We, they are. Uh, 
they're, they're doing, um, we go to Cinemark and they're doing comeback classics, which are, they're charging $5 uh, a ticket and they're uh, movies like um, Jaws, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Inception. What else did we, have we seen? Inception, Jurassic Park, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, in Jurassic Park. Yeah, those are the types of movies that they're showing in the comeback classics. Uh, we just looked this weekend. They also have a few new releases, but they're they're stragglers. They're not anything that anyone's particularly excited about. The Mutants right. movie. New Mutants, which is actually the number one movie in America this week. Well, yeah, but I mean, if any other movies had been out, it wouldn't be. <laughs> um, and the, what was the, um, uh, the David Copperfield. Yeah, there's a David Copperfield movie. Russell Crowe's got some crazy stalker movie. It, it's just nothing. There's like three is, or four movies, yeah. but they're you know they're movies that would just sort of fly under the radar, and you know a couple of people would have gone to see them, but they're not your big blockbusters. But you know that's what's out there for your thirteen dollar uh, movies. So right. I mean, throw Mulan out there. There are some people trying to go to the movies. Yep. And then in conjunction with Mulan, you may remember back to 1988. I know you were head over heels in love with me back then, so. Memory might have been clouded. Uh, but uh, Christina Aguilera's, before her Genie in the Bottle, she actually sang the song Reflection uh, from the Mulan soundtrack. I thought you were going to say a Lakeside Lodge. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she has, once again, uh, she's there's a new uh, version of the song and an accompanying video. Um, so that is out, and that's kind of big news for her. In 88? How old has she been in 88? Isn't she like my age? She is. Yeah, she was super young. She was probably like early 20, 21. I wasn't 20 or 21 in the 80s. In 88? 98. You said 88. 88. Oh, I meant 98. Okay. It was, it was 22 <laughs> was, years ago. I was confused. And you said I was head over heels in love with you. And I was like, that would have been inappropriate. No, it was okay. it was 98. Okay. Yeah, you were head over heels in love with me in 98. Just as much then as you are right now. Right. Yeah. Um, and then a, an exciting update about Disney Plus, which I did not tell you about is it looks like Disney Plus is is in their code writing some functionality for a group watch feature. Uh, so this feature would allow viewers to watch a film in sync with another account or a different profile at a different location. You know that thrills me. Um, it will also allow you to have a running chat stream uh, so you can have a real-time commentary on the uh, program. I love this. Yeah. So for, I love this because we could do it with Poppy. Yep. And we could do it with Isabel. Well, she's on our account, so it, I think it's separate accounts. Oh. I don't know if it's individual users within separate accounts. I mean, you should be able to do it within your same account. If not, we'll have to get her own account. That's right. She can just sign on. But it, that's that's parents. that's some pretty cool functionality. Yes, um, I, I love that. Occasionally, fan groups have done things where they do uh, internet watch parties. Uh, I know uh, the other night when they did announce uh, Chadwick Boseman's death, there was a Black Panther watch party. Um, where a bunch of people were doing it, and there was live uh, commentary mm -hmm. from uh, Ryan Coogler, the director, um, who also, you know, they're they're already hitting him with questions about Black Panther Two, which he's currently finishing up the writing for, and it's, you know, kind of penciled in the Disney releases for twenty twenty three. What do they do? Do they do they move forward? Do they replace him? Yeah, you know, who knows? Right. I mean, it's real, really too early to tell what they're going to do with that. Yeah, but, not an uh, easy position to be in. Right, but this is this is from. Uh, back to Disney Plus, this is some cool functionality if they do allow this group watch function. Yeah. I mean, even less about the commentary, I just love the idea of watching it at the same exact time. Right. So even if you have commentary on the side with somebody else, yep. you know, I mean, you could be watching it and you could be, you could FaceTime somebody. Yep. 
you know, and, you know, you could pause it and talk to them about what's going on and, you know, it should and even pause if, at the same time. And now if you're doing it, it's like, okay, I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it now. When are you going to start it now? Okay, one, two, three. Oh, wait, on three? Or right. Are we do one? So, you know, you're, and, you're and not, people's take a different amount of time to load depending upon your Wi-Fi. Right, and who's buffering. And, and, yeah. 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 This, that would be great, especially in today's day and age where people are doing a lot of that, you know, trying to be together without physically being together. Yes, great being idea. together, being apart. Right. And then um, our last story, uh, the Cove Hotel, which is going near the Swan and Dolphin, um, the Marriott-owned hotel, has uh, been renamed. It's no longer going to be the Cove. It is not. It is now known as the Walt Disney World Swan Reserve. Oh. I kind of like the Cove better. I know. <laughs> like a Swan Reserve. I expect that I'm going to walk over there and look at look and feed, maybe feed some swans. Maybe there will be swans to feed. Maybe there will be a nesting area. Maybe they're going to take all the hurt and broken swans and, I don't know, rehabilitate them there at the Swan Reserve. I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is that the Swan Reserve will have 349 rooms, which will give the total number of rooms to the swan, the dolphin, and... Swan Reserve. Uh, the Swan Reserve, <laughs> um, a total of 2,600 rooms on property. There's also going to be a 375-seat upscale mm-hmm. restaurant with partial expo kitchen. The bar will have 40 seats, and that is going to be a rooftop lounge with floor-to-ceiling window. All right. Yeah, so that's it. That should have gotten Poppy uh, tw- 25 and a half minutes. Looks like there his walk go. is complete. Good. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.